listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, you're listening to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio. And if you've come to the party with a dog that's a little afraid of other dogs, or maybe a dog who likes to pick on other dogs, well, today is the end, the end of those troubles for you, where you're worrying about what your dog's going to do to other dogs, or worried about what's going to be done to your dog. Because there's a new product out there. I can't believe it's out there. I was so shocked to see it on the news. And recently, you've heard me do shows on pit bull attacks and scared owners and even killed little dogs. And, you know, it's just such a shame when you take your dog, who loves the dog park, to the dog park, and the wrong dog's there at that time. And then there's an incident. And if you could only backtrack a day or two, but you can't. So all over the world, we've got this problem of occasionally a nasty dog getting a hold of a sweet one and injuries result. And so what do you do if you want your dog to have the fun of the dog park, but you don't want him to get injured? Well, today's guest, Allison Arnold, has an answer for that. Welcome to the show, Allison. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I saw you on TV with the canine guard protective dog jacket, and I was I was so excited. I'm looking at these dogs <laughs> and they're dressed and I'm thinking, what are they wearing? What is this? What is that about? And then it got explained. So, um, so it's just that it's a dog jacket that, um, while also protecting the dogs from the elements. So it's waterproof, you know, we have winter and summer versions as well. They look pretty stylish. We think there's an added protection of Kevlar inserts so that if your dog is out and about, you know, enjoying the dog park, as you mentioned and some dog unfortunately gets a little too rambunctious or you know there's a dog that's a little bit aggressive if they try and bite down on your dog you know where sort of the neck area or the back area where the Kevlar inserts are this jacket will protect them from that because it is bite proof so it's um, it's an added protection you know it sort of keeps dog owners more confident when they go out with their dogs as well because they don't have to worry about you know, aggression from other dogs if they're out and about, especially with smaller dogs if they go to dog parks, because, you know, small dogs sometimes can be a target, unfortunately. But with these jackets, it does offer that added protection of them not being able to to latch onto the dog because they are bite-proof. Well, okay, so the same stuff the police wear to protect from bullets, Kevlar, that's what you've got in these jackets? Exactly, but it's much thinner than the the police-grade Kevlar because it's not meant to stop bullets, It's but it's stab-proof. So it's probably, I'd say it's the thickness of about like a thick sweatshirt material. So very, very thin. And people are always like, well, is the Kevlar inside it? They, they buy the jacket and they said, well, where's the Kevlar? And we're like, well, it's right here. <laughs> it's just, it's very thin. It's very lightweight. You wouldn't even necessarily know that it's, you know, a different jacket than a winter jacket unless you open up the zipper. And the Kevlar inserts are actually removable. So we ask that people, if they're washing their jacket, do remove the Kevlar inserts. And you can see they're very, very thin. And we've had them, you know, stab tested. We've had a police attack dog actually 
try and sort of destroy the jacket. It had a little toy inside of the jacket and went to town on it and didn't puncture the, the Kevlar at all. So it was like, was <laughs> to clarify, and, yeah. <laughs> to clarify, that was a toy, not a toy dog. It was a toy. A toy. <laughs> no. yeah. okay. we, we didn't, we didn't put it on a dog and, and let it loose. Um, but no, it was, um, yeah, it was a trained attack police dog and they put a toy inside one of our jackets and they sort of, you know, released the dog onto the toy. And um, we actually have a video of it and it's, it's pretty oh, impressive. Cool. Yeah. Okay, where, what's yeah. the, What's the website for that? How can they hit that one? So it's our website. It's www.thecanineguard.com. And the canine is letter K, number nine. So the video should be uploaded onto there. If not right now, then it should be within the next few days. So have a look for sure. It was, like I said, it's a pretty impressive because the dog is a big dog. It's a big German Shepherd mix. So, um, and the jackets withstood that. And that was quite a prolonged, you know, quote unquote attack. Prolonged. Yeah, <laughs> <For> <laughs> yeah that's one way right. to describe it. You yeah, know, one time I was at, I think it was the Great Canadian Pet Fair. I, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. One of those big events where I was on stage and kind of, you know, on microphone and doing training demos. And the booth beside me was, was customs. And then beside mm-hmm. them was police dogs. And they mm-hmm. asked me a couple things. They said, you know, would it be okay if we hit our pretend drugs in your equipment? I said, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, would it be okay? Would you volunteer yeah. for a demo later today? And I said, yeah, yeah, sure. So the demo they wanted me to volunteer for, they patted me up in this thing that looked like a Michelin man. You know, the guy on the TV mm-hmm. that's all, like I was made of giant wads of paper towel or something. I was just <laughs> oh, completely, I could hardly move. I was just swathed in this just big dummy suit. And I'm th- it's sw- like boiling hot. It's July. I'm sweating. I'm thinking, oh no, what's going to happen next? And the police dog is basically told to take me down, right? This is what I volunteered <laughs> for. And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah it'll, be, it'll be okay, right? I'm padded up. And it didn't bite me, but or it didn't get through. But that what I didn't count on was the impact and the duration. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. he took me around the stage like a little toy. He threw me here, he threw me there, and I mean he didn't stop for quite a while. And yeah, like it was whiplash. It was I can imagine with this jacket endured. Really? Yeah. Well, that poor little toy. I mean, <laughs> but um, but yeah. But the jacket. I mean, obviously the exterior, which is the waterproof lining, got a few tears in it, but it didn't puncture the Kevlar at all. So you know, with as you experienced, there's quite a bit of force there with these trained uh, police dogs. So, and again, you know, hopefully a dog wearing the jacket wouldn't, you know, be subject to an attack of that magnitude. But it withheld. It's going to um, buy you time, right? It's going to buy For you sure. time. And that's, that's key. Exactly. And that's what we're. Um, we're, we're telling people is that, you know, whether it be a wildlife attack, you know, for like a raccoon or an eagle or something with smaller dogs or just another dog on dog aggression or a dog fight or whatever else, it gives the owner time to get to their animal and, and help them. You know, because a lot of times what happens with, with smaller dogs, bigger dogs, there's puncture wounds that happen, right? So the dogs sort of latch on, they grab onto the dog, the dogs hurt, they're not able yeah. to, you know, free themselves. But with these jackets, the dogs can't actually get a hold on the other dog. So there's not that initial puncture wound and where the dog, you know, might scream in pain. And that sort of sometimes aggravates the attack if there's a lot of noise, you know, there's just other dogs get involved. Yes. So it, it yes. helps alleviate that. 
And also, I mean, puncture wounds are the ones that, that also get infected really easily. They're huge vet bills, you know, because you have to drain the infection. And so it's oh, just. Oh, yeah, the Frankenstein dogs when the tube's sticking out of the body dripping. Yeah. Isn't that nice? That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's especially great. Okay. So we're going to go to, <laughs> we're going to go to break and come back because I want to talk about these wildlife issues because that's sure. a whole other thing I didn't even think about. The eagle mm. carrying off the Yorkshire Terrier, the coyote carrying off any dog, old or young, or tricking yeah. it. So we'll come back. We're going to go to a commercial break, and we'll be back with Canine Guard Protective Dog Jackets. If you want to look it up, go for it. Stay tuned to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio. Don't leave this party before it's over, because the best is yet to come. Only losers leave the party early anyway. Party on. Back in a few. Tired of wasting money on giant bags, boxes, and jugs of litter that don't last? Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter that lets you use less and get more. World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to deliver outstanding odor control and easy cleanup. It's lightweight, 99% dust-free, and pet, people, and planet-friendly. It's even flushable. Make the switch to World's Best Cat Litter and save $2. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. You're inside the VIP room. With the hottest party in town. Back to the party. Let's go. Hello, you're back on Animal Party on Pet Life Radio, which means you're listening to me, Deb Wolf. And you might be listening to me on a live stream, on your phone, in your car. Your dog is listening too, so I just want to say, good dog, good dog. All right, so we're talking to Canine Guard, protective dog jackets. And uh, we're talking with Allison, who's, this product is just amazing. What it looked like to me when I first saw it on TV, I hadn't, they were showing the dogs sort of wearing them in the break of the newscast before they actually interviewed. And I thought, why are those dogs wearing those 80s jackets? Because they have these <laughs> upturned collars, you know, like people used to wear the, the golf shirts with the upturned collar. All these dogs, they were looking mighty cool, real cool. So, okay, so what's with the upturned collar? I'm guessing that's the neck protection, right? It is, yeah. So it's it goes um, right sort of below the ear, enough to be comfortable so the dogs can still turn their heads. But it does cover um, sort of a very vulnerable areas of the neck. If you've ever seen sort of pictures of unfortunate dog attacks, of dog-on-dog aggression, a lot of the time it's right near the neck, that neck area, and there's like the puncture wounds and stuff, as we spoke about before. So we wanted to give dogs that protection. It's also an area where dogs, if they're going to latch on to another dog, that's where they kind of do it, right? It's sort of the neck area. Area. So with the Kevlar insert in that, that really cool 80s collar, <laughs> um, the dogs aren't able to latch on to another dog. And, you know, should that sort of happen, your dog can get away quickly because they're not going to have that, that hold on them. I think it, it's also, um, you know, the, your color choices are good because sometimes I think people don't know what's going on. They see something mm-hmm. brown and being taken away by something else. And they don't know mm-hmm. that that's actually a coyote grabbing somebody's poodle or Yorkie. They don't know mm-hmm. what's going on. But you see that bright orange or green jacket on a dog, and then there's some kind of animal take it. Like, you know, right? You know to step yeah. in, to shout, to scream, to make a loud noise. Because sometimes that's all it takes. 
Right. And that's why we made them such vibrant colors, because we wanted them to be visible, especially if you're out hiking, you know, and, and there's either, you know, another dog or as we mentioned before, like the wildlife issue. If your dog is kind of, you know, sniff around the bush and something happens to it, it will be quite visible, you know, regardless of where you are in the bush. Um, and we also have, I mean, we have reflective stripes on them as well. So if you're taking your dog out, you know, especially off leash at night, you'll be able to see them better as well if there's any light around with those reflective strips. Okay. So have you had any actual reports of the jacket working in an attack situation? We we did. We actually got a call um, about a week and a half ago from a woman who had bought the jacket for her small dog. He's about, I think he's about 15 pounds. And he's one of these dogs who tends to get in bigger dogs' faces sometimes. Like not aggressively, but just, you know, play with me, play with me, play with me. And it's a bit annoying. Mm. So she knows her close dog has, talker. you know, some... He's a close, a close dog, talker, a, very, a bad diplomatic way. <laughs> yes. So he was, um, he was close talking to, to a dog, um, a big old English sheepdog, and at a dog park. And I guess the dog just attacked him and continued, like didn't stop. People were getting involved, you know, pulling the dog away. She told us, she's like, the jacket saved my dog's life. She's like, there's no way that he would have been like, okay. And there was another dog, I guess, that tried to intervene, a big dog, and got quite a big puncture wound on his face because of this happening. So she called us. She wanted to give us that feedback. She's like, the jacket, you know, held up, didn't come off, didn't slip off. Even after this dog sort of bit into her dog, tried to take him and shake him, but couldn't because couldn't get a, a hold on the dog because of the jacket. So, so yeah, that happened just a week and a half ago. So, I mean, not that we'd ever want a dog to go through that trauma, of course, but we're happy that nothing more than, you know, an emotional trauma happened to this dog. Uh, there was no, there was yeah. no wounds at all. Yeah. But I'd also like this woman to think about maybe training the dog. You know, getting it of out course, to the entrance to a dog park or a busy cycling path or something where there's loads of people and lo- and getting it right, teaching it how to yeah. greet properly. Because you know what? It's kind of an accident waiting to happen. It is. And the jackets in no way replace training. Like we're not saying, oh, you know, your dog could be kind of a jerk and it's fine because you have a jacket. <laughs> I'm glad like, you're saying that. <laughs> super jerk <laughs> with super invincible yeah. jacket. Yes. Here he comes. Jack Russell to torment right. everyone at the dog park. Dum, da, da, dum. Yeah. yeah. No one yeah. can disappoint me now. Oh, no. no. It's it's definitely not, not for that. And we would never sort of promote that because it's not safe. I mean, it's just, you know, dogs get injuries on their heads that's not covered like it's you know you really have to be mindful of the environment you're taking your dog into as well but we also realize that sometimes you could be walking your dog on a leash perfectly under control and a dog might come out of nowhere and from a bush right and just kind of grab onto your dog so it's I mean it's more hopefully for situations like that (laughs) than than anything else all right we did have that feedback Oh, I'm so glad. We're going to go to break, and then we're going to come back one more time. Stay tuned on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. I'm going to talk a little bit more about these canine guard protective dog jackets. And we still haven't talked about the wildlife factor because, well, your dog has a handle on the back of his neck, a very convenient handle that I use to move puppies. Mama dogs used to move puppies. But it's not so convenient when it's being attacked. So we're going to talk about that. Stay tuned to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio. The young lady from the rescue delivered happy, and I panicked. 
He was missing hair, stinky, scabby, and I thought, what did I get us into? The cause of his issue was poor nutrition. It was neglect. The other owners didn't care enough about him to give him the nutrition he needed. But I have a vet that I trust, and she recommended Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I ordered the first 90-day supply, and within a couple weeks, his skin started clearing up. He didn't smell. He had more energy. He just had a glow and a bounce about him. We've been using Dinovite for the last year, and Happy the Rescue Dog is Happy the Healthy Dog. I tell all my friends who have rescues to give their dog the chance at a new start with Dinovite. It's going to pay off for you and your dog for years to come. 859 428 1000. 859 428 1000. D I N O V I T E dot com. It's designer pet sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hello. We're back at the party. I hope you're ready to party. And they're wearing their invincible jackets, their guard protective dog jackets, their canine guard protective dog jackets, suited up like the police, no doubt. So, yeah, you've got to get them on these dogs if you think you're putting your dog in danger, if you think there's wildlife. If When else? When else have they got to think about it, Allison? When's a good time to give your dog a canine guard protective dog jacket? Well, really, I mean, anytime. You know, we have my smaller puppy. He's about six months old. He's, I'd say he's about 35 pounds now. You know, whenever we go hiking, I always put a jacket on him. I I put a jacket on him when we go to the dog park just because he's a puppy. You know, he doesn't always, like, he's learning how to properly greet and how, you know, not to be sort of an irritant to older dogs. But I want to make sure that he's protected should anything happen to him. We also go hiking in the in the sort of backcountry quite a bit. There's a lot of coyotes around here, eagles when he especially when he was smaller. So it's just it makes me feel better. I'm more able to enjoy my walk with my dog. And you know, dogs are very sensitive. They can sense if you're nervous. Oh, so yeah. I can't even imagine having a really tiny dog and going on a beach, for example. Like, you know, I can just, <laughs> the we, birds. Have, we have tons of looking at the yeah, sky. Have, I would because we have we have a lot of bald eagles here too. In we do. And, we do. And they do take dogs. There has been reports. So so I think, you know, not only is it, you know, a good protection, it also is peace of mind. And that's a huge thing for me because you know I again I don't want to be nervous bringing my dog out I feel much more confident that I would be able to intervene should something happen if he was wearing a jacket and you know what I mean he's white too so it's um it's waterproof and you know the mud sort of just slides off and it's great it's (laughs) multi-purpose 
you know, um, I'm thinking about a puppy. So you get this puppy and you want him to learn how to meet and greet at a dog park and you want him to learn things from older dogs. I would. And you want him while he's still young and he's in that fear period and he's still impressionable. You want him to have some experiences where other dogs roll him a little bit. He's too rough. They're rough back. He jumps on their head when they're, it's inappropriate. They're an older senior dog. They grumble at him. You want all that. But on the other hand, what if it's the wrong day at the wrong time and he gets rolled and he cries like he's supposed to and there's just a pile on, right? That's when you yeah. need this jacket because you yeah. don't want to be so afraid that you keep your dog from learning what he needs to learn from other dogs. So it's such a great yeah. idea. Yeah, well, and we, I hope, like I said, you know, I we feel that it's a good idea. It's also something that can be worn on a daily basis. So it's not like some of these, I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the coyote jackets that have the spikes on them. There's there's one that's on the market Yeah, see, right now. but that's not good for playing with other no. dogs and well, socializing. Exactly. And, and it creates no. a problem. And no. No, and so we wanted something that would be very versatile and, and user-friendly, but also adds like that protection for the dogs, as well as peace of mind for the owners. You know, we, both my business partner and I, Sarah, we're very involved in dog rescue. So we've seen the effects of, you know, dog and dog aggression and the thousands of dollars in vet bills. We've had some of those thousands of dollars in vet bills for some of our rescue dogs that have been attacked. It's hugely financially burdensome if I mean you something like that happens to you the trauma to your dog emotionally you know is also pretty significant so oh there's so much first okay Mm -hmm. so maybe you get a minor bite wound maybe it's maybe it Mm -hmm. only needs antibiotics and a cleanup and a shave maybe if you're lucky and then your dog's afraid of all other dogs and so are you and every time you go out you're nervous Mm -hmm. and so is he and now he's got issues and you can't just walk him at the dike or the river or the beach anymore everything changes and now maybe he doesn't digest his food so well because he's so nervous and spiral 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 now he's picking at himself now he has a skin condition okay that's a minor one what if he really (laughs) gets mauled what if Mm -hmm. limbs are broken skin is torn you know tubes have to be inserted recoveries weeks or months somebody has to come home from work every day to let him out he has to be segregated from other animals it's messy i mean it can be terrible and thousands and not all of it may be covered so i totally get your point i mean and then you got to teach that dog to trust again and to discern which dogs are a threat and which dogs aren't and you got to get the human to stop being so nervous because every time the human is (laughs) nervous the dog gets nervous and that draws problems so I could totally see your point. The jacket is so preventative, really. Mm-hmm. How did yeah, you think this? How did you guys come up with it? Well, actually, it was it was after a dog attack at a, um, a dog park that was close to Sarah's mom's house, and she was talking about it. And I think she had witnessed the the after effect, like the dog um, with the injuries. And you know, Sarah and I started talking about it, and we said, you know, it's this happens so much, and there'd been so many reports on, you know, there had just been a service dog that had been mauled to death a couple of days before by a dog by an off leash dog that had actually had a leash on but broke free of its owner and went and eviscerated this poor dog. So, you know, we were, th- we were thinking this, there must be something. Like, there. I mean, people who have aggressive dogs, you know, wear a muzzle, that's great, but it's it doesn't help you protect your dog if your dog is, you know, out and about. So we started looking at different well, designs. And, and, and that, that idea that people who have aggressive dogs put a muzzle on it, only the good people do that. 
Exactly. Right. So you can't trust you have, I mean, we wanted owners to be able to take that um, safety precaution back, you know, into their own hands instead of, instead of relying on other people to be good dog owners. So we were thinking it's about like defensive driving. It really is. And it when is. I think well, of, and with the snow, there was an incident last year where, or maybe it was two years ago that came to court last year where a big dog killed a little dog outside a cafeteria or a restaurant. And it wasn't the owner. It was the owner's friend. Right. So sometimes, mm. you know, you experience this dog that you don't know well enough but you think you do and he's always nice with you so you take him on a walk or you take him off leash and boom that's the moment where he shows what the owner already knew was going to happen and that's why he never takes him to the cafe or you know Mm -hmm. it's so i think sometimes you know you can't really count even if people have the best of intentions sometimes the wrong thing happens or you know what the dog can can be unpredictable there's always a first time there is. And, you know, and dogs can run out of, an, of a doorway that's half open, right? Or a gate that wasn't quite closed properly. There's so many things that can happen that are beyond sometimes your control. And so, again, you know, it's not saying that, oh, my gosh, it's a horrible dog owner. Accidents happen. You know, you might not know your dog's aggressive towards like a certain type of whatever, whatever might happen. But again, we wanted to be able to give dog owners something to take and, and sort of be preventative on their own and, you know, get some control back in, in that situation. So the jackets... You know, to that end, too, sometimes a dog will be good-natured and sweet its whole life. And then either because it's getting elderly or because it has some chronic or, or acute pain, it will mm-hmm. react differently than it used to. Right? And that's yeah. okay. All of a sudden, I had this Mastiff who used to come to Camp Good Dog. Everybody loved it. It loved everybody. Social, social. One day it came and it was snapping at all the other dogs. And I went to mm-hmm. touch it and it, it went when I went to touch it. So sure Mm -hmm. enough, we sent it to the vet and it had this spinal condition. And so that's, you know, it's good that the pain shows up. It's good the dog Mm -hmm. let us know, but you don't want your dog to die because that dog was in pain and nobody recognized the sign earlier, right? Like it can be such an accident that causes, you know, you can say, well, I only let my dogs with dogs we know. I let my dogs with the neighbor, you know, but one day maybe that neighbor dog has a sore foot and your dog steps on it just wrong and bam, right? So Yeah. yeah, this jacket is so good for what you don't expect. That's what I think is so great about it. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, again, like, and people have asked us questions about, you know, in the summer, they're like, oh, is it going to be too hot? Because Kevlar, you know, people imagine like the bulletproof vest and the thick sort of like Michelin man (laughs) type of thing. But again, these are very lightweight. And, you know, if it's, if I'm to go, if it was a really hot day, you know, most people, they don't take their dogs for a huge long hike anyways. So I don't think it would make a dog overheat any more than a regular anything like a rain jacket. They're very lightweight. They're very... Like I said, you know, all season, um, you can put them on pretty much any time. They are waterproof. Um, they're easily washable. Uh, so my dog wears them all the time. And, uh, yeah, it just, it makes, it definitely makes me feel a lot more confident when I'm when out I and think, about with my When pup. I think of the money people spend on outfits and costumes and silly <laughs> things for their animals and things that maybe aren't <laughs> even good for their animals that make them feel good yeah. because it's seasonal, right? The Christmas yeah. treats that are dyed red and the toys that they know their dog's <laughs> going to eat and destroy and they shouldn't even give them, but, oh, it's Easter and it looks like an egg. You know, put that money toward a canine guard protective dog jacket. If you've got a dog that you think might get snapped by a coyote or you think maybe he's a troublemaker, maybe he's a ball stealer. 
oh my goodness, do those dogs <laughs> ever get their comeuppance, you know? <laughs> yeah. A tail sure. puller. And- I got a standard poodle who has a tail himself. So I don't know why he does this, but he loves to pull other dogs tails, you know, and I have another one who has no tail, a Rottweiler who does the same thing. It's kind of sneaky in a fun sort of way, (laughs) but you know, the dog getting its tail pulled is not amused, right? Not amused Mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. Well, it's all these little idiosyncrasies that dogs have, you know, and you never know what dog is going to react badly to, to, to something like that. So, and it happens so quickly. I mean, dogs are fast, you know, so, so again, it, it does, it gives the owner the opportunity to, in that moment, to sort of have something, if something is going to happen, to intervene because your dog isn't going to be initially hurt. Um, you can sort of, you know, take control of the situation and, uh, and protect your dog. You know, it reminds me of an ice hockey game when the kids kids are playing and they get hurt and then the parents run on the ice to try and deal with the injury. And it's like the parents are in slow-mo because the kids are skating around. It's like that, right? <laughs> the dogs are whipping yeah. around and something's happening way down there, 100 yards away. And then more dogs are there before any humans. And the thing is, if your dog's in pain, especially if it's a puppy, it's going to make a really high squealing noise. And that could happen even if it just, um, you know, breaks a toe, turns an ankle, stumbles a bit on the ice. And once it makes that shrieky sound that's a lot like prey, some dogs may do the wrong thing. So there's a whole other time when this canine guard protective dog jacket really is going to be a godsend, especially if your dog, you know, is a bit of a shrieker because shrieking draws trouble. For but sure. And training will help with that because the shriekers are just not used to other dogs. They just need more experience. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, and again, like the, the socialization and the training aspect of, of having an, of having a dog is so important. And we would never want, you know, people to think that they can just throw a jacket on it and sort of ignore all of that very important foundational stuff for a dog. But, um, but it does, you know, as they're learning, if you're nervous, if the dog's in a situation where you're going to be encountering dogs that you don't know very well, it's a really good safeguard um, for both of you. We also, we actually have um, quite a few service dogs that have, are wearing the jackets all the time now because service dogs are trained to be non-reactive. So even if another dog reacts aggressively towards them, it's ingrained in them not to react to these dogs. So they're kind of mm-hmm. a little bit targets, right? And they're always with their with their handler. And they're, they provide they're a working. very, very important service. They're working, yeah, yeah, right? That, especially so in the public all dog. the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. What about a seeing so, eye dog? I mean, they can't, take, they can't take their eye off the person they're helping see to go exactly. defend their honor with some up-and-coming dog that wants to mount them from behind and take a piece out of their right. ear. Yeah, and and, and their owners oftentimes, their handlers, are sometimes vulnerable themselves, and so they can't necessarily always, you know, help their dog if they were to get into a situation because of their own, you know, vulnerabilities or, or whatever or what have you. So, so for service dogs and their handlers, it's a really good protection as well because these dogs provide an invaluable service to these people. They need their dogs, and they're with them all the time, so they're much more at risk of, you know, being in a situation just because they're exposed so much more, where they might be, <laughs> and they're you know, trespassing. They're, they're target. They're, they're trespassing yeah. on other dogs' territory more than most because they're with their owner you know when you have um an intact dog also which includes Mm -hmm. any puppies that haven't yet been spayed or neutered especially neutered Mm -hmm. when you have intact males they are also a target so if you own an Mm -hmm. intact male of any size he's a target for any male that wants more status 
So you might want to consider getting the gain art guard protective dog jacket for them too. The boys with balls, yeah. they are just, they are given a hard time everywhere they go. They are. Oh, I know. I know. It's just like, you know, and it doesn't matter how friendly and sweet and innocuous the little guy is. Everybody's like, I could roll him. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Why are you doing that? You know? Yeah. So, okay. So what's coming up next? I hear that there's a new, that you're trying to improve it to cover more of the dog. What's coming out in the future? Yeah. So um, we actually have a prototype that's in the works right now, and it's it's basically a very similar jacket except for it has a breast piece. So it goes under, um, it, it covers the chest and goes in between the legs and up towards sort of the underbelly. So it doesn't, you know, cover too far down so the, the male dogs can still go to the bathroom without issue. But it does cover, you know, the very, very vulnerable sort of chest and upper abdomen area. And that's with a Kevlar insert as well. So it's, um, I'm not sure if you've ever seen some of the harnesses that have the webbing down the front. It's kind of like that, but with Kevlar. And that's because, you know, we've, we've seen sort of, you know, some dog attacks where the dogs might get flipped over and, you know, the, the chest and belly might get some damage done to it, as well as wildlife attacks. Oftentimes it'll be, you know, sort of the abdomen might get a little bit and the upper chest might get a little bit damaged. It's also for dogs that hike quite a bit. Um, my dog is, my older dog, is like a gazelle. So he, he's like jumping and running through the woods and I can always just picture him like impaling himself on a big branch sticking up. So I, I get quite nervous when I see him hopping around in the woods. But um, but with this, it would be, again, Kevlar sort of breastplate. So were he to land on a up, you know upturned stick, it would protect his chest and abdomen area from that as well. I had a customer, a Roddy Hound Dog Cross years ago, that terrified people. So I taught him. He wasn't scary, but people were scared of him. And I taught, it was it was in the 80s, and there was like Rottweiler rage articles in the paper and all this stuff. So he used to yeah. go to this place called Trout Lake, which was a dog park with loads and loads of people. Only then it wasn't mm -hmm. an official dog park. And so I taught him to just always bring a ball, right? If someone was looking at him, he would just, he would always have a ball in his mouth and he would mm -hmm. go up to men who could throw and drop the ball and he would look at the ball and look at them and look at the ball and then he would pick it up and then he'd drop it again. And nobody ever feared him anymore. He was the guy with the ball, right? Everybody threw for him. <laughs> well, one day, one of these guys threw a really bad throw and it went right through one of the benches. And the dog went right through one of the benches. And I mm -hmm. had to take him along with my other customers in the van and go to the closest vet, quickest one I could find, and get there. And I'm standing in the waiting room with this dog with a piece of the bench going in his chest and a Ow. piece of the bench going out his ribs. And it's dripping on the floor. And he's acting like no problem. He's got the ball, right? He's got the ball. He's okay. Oh, he's got the ball. Yeah. And uh, I got to the front desk. She's like, may I help you? I'm like, I think so. She looks down. She's like, come right this way. But, you know, oh, it can geez. happen that fast. He was fine, by the way. He didn't even need stitches. It was remarkable. It didn't actually wow. go through. That's mm -hmm. it broke into it just looked like it. It was like a magician's trick, but it sure tricked, you know, it sure fooled me. But yeah, yeah. No, he was okay. Oh. But it can happen that fast, even mm -hmm. to a big, tough dog like that. Right. So yeah. I totally get why you're why you're selling this thing. I mean, I just think it's great. Usually I look at the products on TV and I think, oh, come on, grass, fake grass. <laughs> they're supposed to pee on inside. Gross. You know, I mean, I look at this stuff and I think anybody with a dog would not want that. And then I saw your product and I'm thinking, oh, oh, no, that's clever. That's what we need. That's really what we need, especially those those little fluffy dogs that people like to put out in their yeah. yards. And they they're always worried, you know, come on now. This is what you need. So. 
Okay, I want to read yeah. your mission. The canine guard's mission is to reduce the risk of dogs being seriously injured while out hiking, walking, or socializing with their human companions by creating protective gear they can wear comfortably in any environment. I love it. I love it. It's not bling. <laughs> it's not, oh, we're trying to make a memory or, you know, designer outfit. No, we're trying to, like, let them be dogs and be safe. So it's just great. Mm-hmm. It's just great. So I want to thank you for joining me today. We're all out of time on Pet Life Radio. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It was great talking to you. Thank you very much. So that was Allison Arnold, a company uh, kind of where I live, near Vancouver, BC, where Camp Good Dog is, selling the Canine Guard Protective Dog Jackets. I'm going to try and post a link to that on my website. But in the meantime, you can find her. I found her on Facebook. So that's one way to do it. K, the letter K, 9, the number 9, guard. All right, everybody, from Pet Life Radio and Animal Party and me, Deb Wolf. Until next time, be good to your animals. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.